You are listening to the Two Sorry Excuses podcast. And for that, I apologize. He does okay. His boyfriend's just bought him a house, a car, and a boat. <laughs> Ah. Hello, and thanks for downloading the Two Sorry Excuses podcast, recording live via via the internet. I'm your old pal Sanders. I'm your good buddy Liv. And this is the eighth most popular Syracuse theme podcast on iTunes. And if you are keeping score at home, this is episode 114, the Deo Banana Boat Song Edition. Oh, I'd like to think of it as the designer underwear edition. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of go hand in hand, right? Yes, they do. Banana hammocks and whatnot. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What's happening, buddy? Not much, man. How you doing? Oof. I'm exhausted. I've had a hell of a week. Yeah. Really? You must have been really busy uh, up until the last two minutes when we finally got on the call together. <laughs> Uh, I just uh, I just punched out of work because for at least the last thirty eight minutes I was uh, I was hard at work doing work stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Not cutting just, bananas. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's funny because um, last week was the uh, Somerset, or as they they re uh, branded it, the ALS Central Jersey Walk. And hmm. uh, it's a particularly easy walk because it takes place in a baseball stadium, minor okay. baseball stadium, and it's a smaller walk. Yeah. Um, problem this year was that it poured; just it rained uh. buckets. So we had a bunch of a uh, bunch of shit left over, and uh, people tend to get out of there with like a crave case of White Castle and some chips and cookies and stuff. And I opted to take a case of bananas, forty pounds of bananas, and forty pounds of apples. <laughs> That's so much friggin' fruit. No, you- I, I try to buy no more than like four bananas at a time because eating a banana a day, waiting for. The first one to get ripe enough to be able to eat, you know, by the fourth one, you know, if I was to buy six bananas, they'd be black by the by the sixth day, you know? I'm very picky about my bananas. I um, I buy them when they're green, and I'll eat the first one while it's not quite yellow. Really? This way, I'll make See, sure... Yeah, I buy that them when they're green to last, but it's got to get yellow first, you know? Uh, no, no, no. I'll eat the first one really... Really, um, not quite yellow yet. Um, but, uh, Roscoe, Roscoe loves bananas, but I call him the banana killer because he'll buy six bananas and he eats like a squirrel. You know, God bless him. Yeah. But he, you know, he'll eat a half a banana. He'll make a half a banana last for a week. Who the hell eats half of? A- I never understand <laughs> that. Banana is such a thing you can just eat in one sitting. You know. <laughs> His um, for a while though, I told him he couldn't buy more than four bananas because he'd let let them stay all week, and then they would like they they'd be rotten. Yeah, you know. So um, I bought this uh, brought this case of bananas home, not thinking that I was going to eat all these bananas, but I've got a plan for 
for the bananas. I'm going to... Uh, you better. You better be making some banana pudding and whatnot. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna cut a bunch of them and freeze them for, like, smoothies. Oh, okay. That's the only way freezing them is going to work is if you're just using them to throw in a smoothie or something. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Because they'll and just then, turn to mush otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and the rest of them I'm going to make banana bread. Okay. That's what my mom would always do, you know, with the bananas. That would, you know, she they get black and then she would just throw them in the freezer and eventually make banana bread out of them. I, I don't know why. Um, the other day I decided that I needed to make a pan of brownies, you know? Yeah. Like that would just, that would normalize everything in my life if I just baked some shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking bake some brownies. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go home and be like a normal man. (laughs) (laughs) That makes you a normal man? That's my rationale. I have no idea what I was trying to accomplish, but I I baked a pan of brownies, and they came out pretty good. And, um, you know, I don't don't usually get my bake on. I get my grill on, and I'll get my cook on. Well, you know what's funny about that? A couple of weeks ago... I got a really good deal on one of these KitchenAid mixers. Oh, okay. I paid like 95 bucks for basically a barely used one. Okay. Like it, the lady was like, I only used it like once or twice. It looks like she didn't even touch it. You know, but for $95, I was like, I'll buy it. Is it the, it's you know? the, it's the, it's the metal one with like the, uh, yeah, with the three different attachments, the classic one with the, the steel bowl, you know? Yeah, but yeah, this yeah. one's white. Not most of the ones they sell, I think, are reds, like the standard. Yeah, but this one's white. But like, yeah, but it's like a three hundred something dollar thing, you know? Right. And thing is, it's one of those type of things where I'd see, but I was always like, I'm not going to spend that type of money on because what I have use for it. My mom's like, "Well, did you bake anything yet?" And I was like, "I don't have anything to bake with. <laughs> All I have is the mixer, you know?" Right. I was right. at a garage sale last week, and they had a rolling pin, so I bought that. But I don't have, like, any bakeware, you know? Right, right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I really would like to bake something. I was like, you know, uh, I got, like, a baking sheet. That's about it. I was like, I guess I can make cookies, but I don't need that to make cookies. <laughs> I, I guess. I, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm, I'm guessing just from, uh, just from uh, observing her um in these settings but i guess my mom gets that as a gift for people's wedding showers oh she buys that for people yeah i think that's yeah. i think that's her thing you it's know probably I mean? on every registry in the in the world yes. at this point you know <laughs> and and i know my mom and her friends have have this thing i don't know if it's a competition or you know how people get especially when they get a little older yeah like that's you know her her friends know not to buy that because that's yeah because they know she's gonna buy it she's the one that always buys the KitchenAid mixers for her friend's daughter's wedding or whatever yes and if somebody buys it my mom gets pissed you know like it's one of those kind of deals so good for her because that's the type of gift i'm never buying for anybody (laughs) well not at this point maybe if i'm at your mother's age and i got a little extra coin but like i'm never buying i'm never buying the 350 dollar products on the uh on the the registry you know right right um i i sat at this point 
I've I've upped it a little bit. I was like, I'll buy you like a hundred dollar gift, but I'm not buying you, you know. And if I'm traveling to your wedding, it might be coming down a little bit what I'm buying, you know. Right, right. I I don't. I had one. Um, the the Greater DeSantis Estate still owns one, but I, yeah. I no longer have possession of it. Um, but it was, it was in the yours house. that they own. Um, wait, what? You're saying the Greater DeSantis Estate. I'm saying the one that you own ended up in the Greater DeSantis Estate. It's one the same or what? No, well, Ange has it now. Okay, Ange has that one. But it was okay. part of the household. Yeah, 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 okay. So, it so was it's in back the- in Tom's River or wherever now. Yeah, it was in the basement for like two years. And when I moved back in last September, I kind of... You know, I kind of pulled it out of the basement. I don't know why, but I, I put it up, and and uh, she was like, "Hey, listen, are you using that? You know, using that KitchenAid mixer?" And I'm like, "I I don't even know what to do with it." <laughs> <laughs> I know That's it's what got you the said. Att- yeah, I uh, it's got the attachments, but like to be honest, like I couldn't make heads or tails of it. I have a little wand mixer. Yeah, um, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. This, this yeah. And it's got the little blade at the end yes. of the stick, yeah, and you can like put it in your cup and do it. I use that. That's to me, that's good enough. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know that, what that's else. good if you're just doing basic, like just making smoothies or any basic stuff. Yeah, waffles. You're that's not what I used to. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah. um, her mom needed it for uh, like Thanksgiving or something. So, okay. Um, She's making pies or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, at least it's getting good use. It's getting what good I want to do is I want to make pizza. Okay. Because you know? right. I got to use it for something. So I might as well make it use it for something cool, you know? Yeah. I just need to get a good pizza recipe and try to make it. Because I think I can make better pizza than any pizza that I buy from a... Well, not any place, but most places, you know? You cook it in the oven or you cook it on the on your grill? I could cook it on the grill. I've cooked it on the grill. It's good. Yeah. I know they have you. Do you throw it right on the grill or do you go buy those like they make like those special like inserts and stuff for pizzas now? So I have um, I have two two strategies, and one includes the insert and one. Well, it's not an insert. I use a a stone. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. The pizza stone, yeah. I use a pizza stone. And then Is it round um, or is it No, nah, square. Okay. Square. And um and I've thrown it just on the on the grates and it both work fine. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe that's what I'll have to do, you know. Hmm. Did you get a smoker yet? No, no. I just bought that other grill. The the, the other kettle. Yeah, 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 which I'm, I, I'm not going to buy. Well, I'm not buying a smoker anytime soon. Because after I smoke that butt in the regular Weber, I don't think there's any reason for me to get a full-on smoker, you know? Right, right. I mean, do you have an actual smoker? I do. Okay. You have a grill and a smoker? I have, uh, I have a gas grill, I have a charcoal grill, and I have a smoker. Okay. Well, how big is the smoker? It's, it's not as ridiculous as the one Brian has, huh? No, it's um I want to say it's 18 inches, maybe maybe it's definitely not 22 and it's not that big. It's only um I got it at at like Lowe's for 60 bucks, super cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cheap and um it 
it took me a long time to to like get it to work right. Oh, all right. Be- because like it had you know I had to modify it. It didn't have the right uh, ventilation. It didn't have um, you know enough distance between the 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 uh, the pan where you put the charcoal and the and the grate above it. It was like a real. It was a real project for something I bought for sixty bucks. I probably put another forty or fifty. That's what always kills me, you know, when you spend money like like on stuff like that. Oh, what a deal! And then you end up investing another fifty bucks in it, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, it was a, it was a little bit of a learning process and and a little bit of a labor of love, but um, yeah. So now I'm kind of torn. Did where'd you get your um? Your KitchenAid? Did you get it like off Craigslist or something? Yeah, it was, I was looking for other random stuff, and this woman's like, "I'm moving out. I gotta sell all this shit." <laughs> and then she she put on there like ninety nine dollars KitchenAid mixer. You know, she had all this good stuff. I, was, I got in touch. I was like, "Well, you take ninety five and I drove over there and got it." I was like, "I think at that price, you know." I was like, "I gotta go get it," you know. Right. And I went right. in. She plugged it in. And it worked. I was like, "All right." It's all I want to make sure that it actually worked, you know? And it and it was basically like it looks sparkling new, you know? I um I, yeah, I've been scouring Craigslist for a bunch of shit cuz there's a there's I some, do it every day now because there's a bunch of random shit I'm trying to get, like tools it, and stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. I bought a uh, blower for like 30 bucks last week that normally is like a $80 blower, but this guy's like you know, it's an electric one, but he's like, I just got a, my father-in-law gave me a brand new one. I barely used this one. I just need to sell it. I was like, all right. <laughs> I tried to offer him like $5 less, but he wasn't gone for it. Cause I always offer people a little less. Yeah. 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 Uh, what did I buy recently? Oh, I needed a, a, um, like a new, uh, hand cart for, for work. Yeah. That's a good thing to buy off Craigslist. And this is a great one. It's a, um, it's called the Rock and Roller or something like that. It's an nice. industrial um, eight-inch wheels, and it's the kind where it's got the huge um, platform like a UPS guy would use. Yeah, yeah. So you can put big boxes and 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 uh, and push it upright. Or yeah, yeah, you, you can flip and you can flip it up and do it both ways, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. a U-boat. Um, yeah. So yep. we needed one of those. So. You know, I've been scouring Craigslist, and there's a couple things I want personally. Um, smokers want. I want a new smoker, but that nobody s- sells smokers because if you have a good smoker, you're you keep it. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, uh, a new fire pit because mine's kind of kind of crappy. The 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 pan doesn't fit right, so it falls out sometimes. And, yeah. Um, and I need a new grill. And I need a new grill. But those are all things that you probably kind of have to buy. Unfortunately, you got to kind of buy new, you know? You're not getting... Occasionally, new. I'll see people trying to sell, like, Weber kettle grills or something. What you need to get is people that are moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you need to find, you know? Sometimes they'll list their stuff, like, in, in the garage sale category. You know? Um, the problem is, is I don't have a ton of disposable income to get this shit done, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm normally, sure you, you know, with like, you know, back at a different time and back with a different bank account, I'd be like, 
Ah, 90 bucks for a Smoky Mountain 26-inch electric smoker? I don't even want an electric smoker, but for 90 bucks, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no kidding. It's like, at that price, i got to buy it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I am lucky that I acquired all my tools at a point in my life when I had money to buy tools and stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, so that's, I've got... That's the issue I'm going through, trying to acquire tools now, because they're coming to put the shed in the backyard in a few weeks, you know, and I want to build a workbench out there and start doing shit. So I got to acquire more tools, you know? Yeah. 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 I've got, um, I, I, everything in basically, but a table saw, I could, I could definitely use a table saw. Cause I always find myself needing like long straight cuts on a plank of wood. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't ask me why, but I, <laughs> I'm constantly walking around going, if I could only cut this plank of wood, Everything would fall into place. <laughs> See, that's my issue. I've stayed away from anything like that right now because of my still because I because I've never really used power tools like that. Okay. So I mean, I'm gonna wait, but but I, like you know, I see people trying to sell like circular saws every day on the tool section. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. man, 30, 30 bucks. I should just go buy the damn circular saw, you know? Right. So right. they're selling the same one in the store for sixty bucks. Because the other part with me with tools is, you know, certain things, if I can get it used, why not? Because it's not like I'm such a uh, an expert at this point that it might be stupid for me to go drop the full price on a on certain tools, you know? Tools, man, buy used. Seriously. Yeah. Like, why not, Well, that's not, what I'm right? saying. Like, I bought, yeah. like, especially stuff like that. Like, you know, it's like if I was some guy who was like a master craftsman or something, I might be like, fuck it, I'm going to go buy brand new. But it's like, if I'm not even sure whether I want to use the shit all the time, I should definitely just buy it used, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, totally. but I'm so leery from uh, from messing around with that shit just yet, you know? Although yeah. eventually I'm going to have to. Yeah, just pay attention. That's the only uh, yeah, that, yeah. That's the only thing. Because it, it, you cut your finger off and then you're in trouble. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Make sure your power's off before you start poking around at shit. And then when you do start cutting stuff, just be mindful of where your fingers are. Other than that, I just kind of figure, you know what? I'll learn how to use it as I yeah, go. Yeah, that's that's what I figure. As long as I, as long as I'm just really safe with everything, you know. Yeah, that's all you gotta. And also, don't do anything on a ladder. Yeah, so, I know. While you're I know not, that. Uh, yeah. while you don't have a friend handy, especially yeah, I know my mom's big about that, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like the smoker thing, like that that Boston butt I did was so perfect, doing it in the doing it in the Weber. Yeah, that it's like you know I don't think I really need a smoker right now, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if you can get it done, that's kind of what I'm finding right now. Right, is like. Make do with what I got and repurpose what I can, and chances are you're going to be able to get get the job done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. It's like I see stuff like what was a there was something today where I saw I was like, oh, I could buy that, but it's like, but I don't really need that right now. I can get by with what I have. I don't even know what it was. You know? Right. I was like, I'm tempted to buy it at that price, but I really don't need it. You know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I can't even remember what it was, but I had the same thought process 
I'm like, but I really don't need it right now. You know, I get by fine right now. <laughs> and I'm I'm really itching to to do some shit around here because it's yeah. the perfect weather to get stuff done. Yeah, you know? I hear that. Like I was the last driving. few days, the humidity dropped here, you know, so it was nice. It's like where you want to start doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I did a little yard work last weekend before before uh, Hurricane Matthew, the effect of Hurricane Matthew hit us up here. Um, and then that was good, but like it's still a mess, you know, like just I had like f- six hours to get stuff done before we had to work the next day. And yeah, and a walk week is. It's like you're busy Monday, and then you got to start Tuesday for the next one, um, and then Thursday you're at the trucks, and then Friday is like loose ends, and Saturday you're you're doing stuff, and then it's Sunday. So, luckily, um, this is the last one, so I'll be able to get a bunch of stuff get a bunch of stuff done before it starts getting cold around here. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, last weekend the weather was perfect here. You know. I had all these big plans to do shit on Sunday. But then Saturday night, I go to that, that gala, you know, which was at a hotel downtown. And afterwards, we went out. Long story short, I got home around like 5.30 in the morning. Fuck it. <laughs> I was, well, I was what was the gala for? The Forum for Equality. Uh, the LGBT uh, lobbying group down here, you know. Oh, you've been to this fundraiser. one before. Yeah, yeah, What's that? Yeah. You've been to this one before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like the third time I've been to it. I, I think I went I went in 2012, I went in 14, and I went this year. Last year, Jordan's actually on the board, but last year it was held the weekend we were in Syracuse. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he didn't go to that, and obviously I didn't either. But, um, but yeah, so next day I was useless. Yeah, I was just happy there was no... Saints game to have to worry about. You know, I got up because I had to take, you know, I didn't, I ended up not even taking the dog for a walk until like five something at night, you know, <laughs> when it's already, it was already starting to get dark. No, it was, it was like six. That's when we walked out. Did you at least let him out? Yeah, yeah. I let him out during the day and stuff, you know, constantly, but we always go for a big walk, but usually go in the morning. But we finally, we didn't go to like six something, you know, it was already getting dark, you know, because now it's getting dark earlier, you know? Yeah. And uh, by the time we came back, you know, we got back like around seven. It was already pretty dark, but the weather was perfect. You know, it's like, man, it's a beautiful day. And I wasted it because I was too much of a piece of garbage to go anywhere because I stayed out till 530 in the morning drinking, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. You know, you start beating yourself up and you're like, oh, man, and it's a nice day out, and you've accomplished nothing. Yep. I had all kinds of plans. I was going to work on some shit. I was going to friggin' try to get all the, you know, we whacked the hell out of the backyard. All these, you know, best laid plans, you know? I hear you, brother. I hear you. I, um, see, that's why, like, I don't know, the sitting down and having a bunch of cocktails or even going out is few and far between just because I know that that the next day, even if I have, you know, a half a dozen drinks, the next day is going to be, at best, a late start. Yep. You know? 
Yeah, I agree with you, man. Like, it's like, I don't, and I don't even go out all that much anymore. So going out to 530 is really ridiculous. You know, but if I was out to like midnight even, it would kind of like screw me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had like five beers. (laughs) Right. What uh, what time was the gala over? Uh, What time did it? It probably technically ended at 10 or something. Because it started, well, it started since I was a patron, they had the pre-party at 5, you know. So I showed up there probably like 20 after 5.30 or something. But the real thing really started at 6. So I think it either, I think it ran to 10. Maybe it ran to 11. I, I don't know. But everybody, it was probably 10 that it technically ended, you know. Right. And then and then we all went into the bar and the hotel, you know, and then, and then, you know, people, you know, some people fell off and then the remaining people ended up and obviously you got to go to gay bars since you're with the gay people. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we all ended up, you know, a, a motley crew of people and, and all dressed up down in, uh, down in the gay bars, but they're totally cool with us, you know, because sure, they sure. because if you're showing up there, you're not there to make fun of them, you know, <laughs> you're not there to be an asshole, you know? right? Right. But it is funny because you know it was a large, you know, we had there was pro at that point there was probably more straight people than gay people that we were with, you know, <laughs> right, right, and we're bar hopping around the. Around the uh, gay bar area of the quarter, you know, <laughs> the 700 Club, which is at 700 Burgundy Street, but I'm sure it is uh, ironically named to make fun of the fact that the seven, the real 700 Club, is so anti-gay. Right. right. <laughs> then, then we will go to the Good Friends Bar, you know. <laughs> Classic gay bar names, you know, good friends, you know. Right. <laughs> and eventually we made it to the gold mine, which is just not a gay bar. It's just a rowdy type of it's the type of place still to this day, even at forty years old, if I'm in the quarter, which I'm so rarely at, but if I'm in the quarter and there's any sort of celebration gone, the night's gotta end at the gold mine saloon. You know, <laughs> you go there and you do the flaming Dr. Peppers. You know what that is? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's what they're known for. So you go there and you do a bunch of those. <laughs> and there's always a friggin' mess of a scene on the dance floor. It's just a friggin', it's a ridiculous place, you know? What's it called? The Goldmine Saloon? Yeah, Goldmine Saloon on, uh, what's it? St. Peter and Dauphine, I believe it is. Yeah, the gold mine saloon. I've been going to that place since I was like 18. <laughs> I remember we used to go there because they, when we were younger, I don't know, they probably still have a similar special. But it was like um, when we were like 18, it was Wednesday nights, I think it was. It was like $5 to get in, but it was like nickel beers once you got in, you know? Okay. <laughs> so you would just go there. You know, when you're when you're that age, you have no money, and you get fucked up for really cheap, and you're in the quarter. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh god, that was a. So it's kind of funny. So it's more than twenty years later, and I'm still going to that place once a year at least. Once a year, once a year, I end up there. <laughs> uh, it looks like a real dive. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the type of place, because they also take your license when you run a tab. They're those okay. fucking assholes. Okay. So you know how you have a tendency, if you get drunk, to forget your credit card? Of course. You totally fucked at that place, because it doesn't reopen until, like, the next night. <laughs> right. Like, you know, you just can't go, like a regular bar, you can go pick it up from there next day. Go mine your your. You're screwed until like ten o'clock at night the next night or something, you know. <laughs> oh God! <sighs> and you know, and a lot of times they're very rude there. You know, they treat everybody like they're assholes. You know, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> it's just a big mill at this point. You know. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that place is, uh, you know, but it is always fun when stuff ends up there. I'll say that much. Uh, but anyway, what else happens? Oh, well, back to the speaking of grilling stuff, though, and smoking stuff. A couple of weeks ago, at two different grocery stores, there were two different awesome sales. One was selling Boston butt for like, you know, 119 a pound, which was a really good deal because it was just a, a cut one. Normally, you like, there'll be places that sell for 99 cent pound, but you got to buy like a 40 ounce one. I mean, a 40 right. pound one, you know? Right. When you need to get cut up. But this place was selling like eight pounders for 119. So I bought one. Then when Dixie had uh, those turkey breasts, you know, they were on sale for like a buck 28. So I bought one of those and put them both in the freezer, both with the mind that at some point I'm smoking the Boston butt again, but I'm definitely going to smoke a friggin' uh, the turkey breast, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's one of those things. Once you do it once, or. I have a feeling you're probably like that. Once you're successful doing something once, you want to start seeing what different stuff you can do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but I haven't ventured out uh, much past pork yet. Oh, okay. I've probably done... You know what I started out out with Um, was just uh, a pork loin. Okay. Because it's yeah. small and it was easy and you can do it in a in a quick sitting, right? Yeah. And then I figured, okay, I've gotten the the machine or the, the smoker to the point where it's reliable and I can kind of predict what's going to happen, so I'll go to a butt. And I've probably done about maybe six, six butts um, okay. over the last two years. Yeah. And um, I always say I'm going to do a brisket, but they're so fucking expensive, man. I know, man. Like, like I would like to do a brisket, but even when they put it on sale, it's still fucking expensive. Yeah, totally. Or like, or or like the issue I'm talking about the other thing when it's a really good sale, it's like if you buy the forty pound brisket, <laughs> right, right. It's like ninety nine cents a pound for a whole side of beef. <laughs> well, get this, I. Um, signed up for the Restaurant Depot. Which, oh, awesome. Those places are great. Yeah. It's like better than Costco because yeah. Costco's just got a lot of bunch of big shit that soccer moms need. Yeah, yeah. I've never been to one. They have a Costco not far from me, but I've never been to it. It's I've never cool. been to a Costco in my life because my parent, my mom has a Sam's club card oh okay but she has me on the membership so i just go to sam's though i yep. do want to go to costco it's just i don't feel like paying for the membership 
Costco's got good non-food items. Yeah, okay. Like you can buy a printer or a television, yeah. tires, shit like that. They're pretty good. I should go because it's closer to my house. Like, you know, it's probably two miles away from where I am, if uh, that, you know? I used to have a membership. I just couldn't justify 140 bucks or whatever it was. Same they charge. Yeah. That's um, crazy. Because mostly I want to buy food. Yeah. Because everything else is like... The problem income. is, problem is also because I because I shop around. The stuff at Sam's isn't always a better deal, right? You know, it's some things are a better deal, but you have to know your prices for everything to know whether you're actually getting a good, a real good deal. Like it's not always a better deal in fruits and veggies, and right. you end up buying shit that isn't a great deal, and then I'll start going bad on you because you gotta eat the shit nonstop for it not to go bad on you. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I, I respect um, the the bulk purchase of of uh, paper products. Yeah, yeah, like that's, that's what I bought: toilet paper and and paper towels. And then what also is a good deal that I bought recently there? Friggin' the yogurt. The yogurt's a lot better deal than you can get at any grocery store. Okay, all right, all right. You know, for like the Greek yogurt, you get a better. Yep. You know. E- the 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 more expensive stuff they're selling for basically eighty cents a cup, whereas at the store when they're giving you a deal they're like, ten for ten, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but the great thing about the restaurant depot is I went in there to buy like um, individually wrapped cream cheeses because the okay. the walks that we do, it's much easier and it's more sanitary if you've got individually wrapped stuff instead of a thousand people digging into the same tub yeah. of cream cheese, right? People licking the knife and then putting it back in there and contaminating the shit. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, the guy I work with is always like, um, I don't know, go pick up some cream cheese. I say, how much do we need? He says, I don't know. Enough. And I'm like, well, how many people we expect in? And I've been trying to learn how to do the math on these bulk purchases and shit, you know? And... Uh, I think like, I said enough, damn it. <laughs> see if they have individually wrapped cream cheeses. And I'm like, what fucking store have you just walked into and they've got 500 individually wrapped cream cheeses? Zero. Zero stores yeah. that you just walk into because they're bulk restaurant items. But he comes up with them every once in a while, right? And yeah. I said... Okay, man, listen, we're going to have to go online and order these. If you really think that this is what we need, we we should order them ahead of time. And he's like, well, um, Restaurant Depot always has them. And I'm like, then why don't we go to Restaurant Depot all the time? He's like, I have a membership if you want it. And I was like, well, let me look it up. And there's one by me. And I looked up the membership um, requirement. And it's free. All you got to do is sign up. Wait. And you... I thought because the thing was when they opened here, the big thing was that you needed a uh, like an LLC or something, like an EIN number or whatever, you know. Um, well, I did sign up. I did sign up as a business account. So, so maybe that's why. Okay, but you didn't maybe have to produce was... anything, or yeah, yeah, I had all the documentation. Okay, yeah, because that's the thing. Like, like the one time I went. Uh, my friend Tony, she gave me 
her card to use because her family has bars and restaurants. Okay. You know, so you're able and and somebody that has one can get you a card. Yes. You know? But but you need to like like my boss has a card there because he's got his own and you know, his his own LLC, even though it's not a restaurant business, but he's got it, you know? Yes. And that's I used uh I used his uh T I N. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. Um but I could have used mine. Yeah. And uh I never I'd never gone in there. I went in there and it's it's exactly what I need. So I got the cream cheese and the butters and stuff, but then I see these guys next to me with these huge like carts full of stuff and they've got fish and yeah. ribs and pork butts and yeah. whatever, you know? And I'm like, this is exactly where I'm coming. Because I'm all if I want to do a pork butt, I'm running around trying to find a butcher that will you know that'll cut me off an eight pound or a sixteen pound yep pork butt and a few years ago for my mom's birthday, you know we decided to make lobsters, and my sister she got a restaurant depot card because this guy who's regular at the bar who's a chef you know gave her one of his cards. And we went to Restaurant Depot. Dude, we bought like fucking lobsters for like $6 a pound or something ridiculous. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And you can go in there and buy one if you wanted to. You know? Yes. It's, yes. <laughs> it was so ridiculous, like how cheap it was compared to anywhere else to get live lobster. You know? And then, like, uh, I know people. Like have gone and like for crawfish boils, they'll go there to get the crawfish because it's usually significantly cheaper than what the market rate is at all the retail places where you have to buy it. Right. Yeah, you know, because they're selling it to people who are they're selling it to people who mostly are reselling the shit. You know. Right. Yeah. So they got to make it somewhat cheaper. Yeah, it's an incredible, and the yeah. the amount of shit that they have. Yep. Yeah, like that's what I I found amazing about it. all the the seafood and all that stuff. You know, it's like man, I gotta come here more often. Yeah. I, I, after talking about it, I just want to go back tomorrow and just yeah. walk around the place. You know, I like that huge the huge walk-in cooler area, which is like five thousand square feet. Yeah, I got jackets by the door. <laughs> yeah, that's where I got my cream cheese. <laughs> yeah, I went back there. One time, and I was freezing my ass. The one time I went there myself, you know, uh-huh. I was buying all kinds of shit. I was in there, you know, I bought, which was another good thing to buy there. It was like a block of Parmesan cheese, you know, because it was way cheaper than regular store. And Parmesan cheese isn't going bad. A block of Parmesan's not going bad on you because it's already aged cheese, you know? Yep. <laughs> I've been eating off the same block of Parmesan for two years. <laughs> <laughs> I still got a little bit. A couple of weeks ago, I took like the remaining little chunk and ran it through my um, food processor. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to get another block." But, but it's like that thing took a long time to go through, and it was, you know, it probably would have cost me that block probably would have cost me forty bucks at the grocery store. You know? Yeah, Parmesan cheese is expensive. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know the real shit, not friggin' craft parmesan cheese or anything you know uh yeah yeah 
Now you're making me want to go to Restaurant Depot. <laughs> I pass it every day on my way into work. You know, because it's like in a kind of an industrial type of area, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that is an awesome place. I think, um, yeah, I'm not, uh, see, I've got too many other projects uh, on the, uh, on my plate right now. So in addition to the banana bread that I have to make, I have uh, a case of apples that I got to get rid of. Yeah, you have to make some pies. You better get um, the KitchenAid back from Ange. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I, um, I'm going to go with baked cinnamon apples. Okay. In a crock pot. All right. That sounds interesting. And well, you uh, do you, core them out and all that? Yep. Yeah. And use them for... Uh, I just got into eating steel-cut oats. Oatmeal. Oh, yeah, yeah. My mom's always telling me about that but i i stay away from it just because it's more expensive oh my <laughs> god man it's worth it but does it take longer than regular oatmeal? yes it takes like twice as long <laughs> oh no because i'm already pushing the limit and oatmeal is what i eat during the week you're right you know? right and i'm right. and i mean i eat if i'm in a rush i'll eat a cup of yogurt but that sucks because the yogurt's only 100 calories so I usually like to not eat lunch till one o'clock, but in the days when I eat yogurt, I'm really starving by one o'clock. <laughs> Here's what you do: there's a shortcut. Is you can, um, it's like uh, you almost like parboil the the, um, the oats. The oats. Put it in the fridge. Okay. And then all it cuts the the time in half. You can get it done in twelve minutes if you're willing to put in. The the work the night before. Okay, let me see. That's the problem. I'm gonna have to try some because my mom's always kind of pushing them, you know. But I just go with the traditional rolled oats. Yeah, because yeah. that's a thing I buy at Sam's, which saves, which is way more cost effective than buying in a grocery store. No, I you respect know, you get, that. You get like it's it's a ridiculous amount. It's a it's a cardboard box that has two huge bags. Of Quaker oats in it, you know. Yeah. Well, you know what I do with those? It takes me a couple of months to go through them. I have those also. I, I love oatmeal. I'm a I'm a oatmeal eater, um, except for the fact that it it's an investment. It takes time. You gotta commit yeah. to it, right? Um, yep. But take I'm talking oatmeal, not the fucking instant stuff. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know exactly what you're talking. All right, because yeah. I don't like the I don't like I. I don't eat instant grits. I don't eat instant. I mean, like they might call it instant, like one minute or something or quick, but I don't eat the envelope packs, you know, where it's like microwave water and throw it in. I, I find that stuff. I never would eat it when I, when I was little, I found it revolting. Right. (laughs) Um, but take a, uh, take like a cup of oats and put, uh, like a half a cup of apple juice. Okay. Soak the oats overnight. And then in the morning, either throw some yogurt and fruit in it or just throw some fruit in it. Well, what I do, this is what I, this is what I do. I, I, I have frozen blueberries in the freezer. Okay. I throw like a handful of blueberries and then to sweeten it up, I throw some honey on top. Okay. You know, that's what I eat every day. It's friggin' delicious. And I figure it's better eating real honey than eating sugar, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. That's I put onion on 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 either concoction, whether it's the cooked, a uh, hot oatmeal, um, or if I'm gonna put uh, the yogurt stuff concoction. Uh, but I figured the baked apples I'll be able to put in my oatmeal. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. So yeah. I'm on a real uh, a real fix it kick, you know. Yeah. No, I hear, I hear you, man. Uh, I don't know. We seem to be on a similar wavelength right now. Yeah. So I just need to actually get to where I'm actually really working out, though. I've been telling myself for six months now I'm going to start going to the gym, and that hasn't happened. I'm like, well, i got to figure out a, a regimen. hasn't happened. Problem yeah. is I really should ask my brother. But I really don't want to let anybody know what I'm doing because See, you know, I feel like I've invested. Like I feel like I've talked too much if I tell somebody I plan on doing. They're gonna be like, "Are you still going to the gym?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I want to be it's able weird. to fail on my own because everything you know, everything that is written about motivation. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I, got, I just got a text from uh, from one of the uh, one of the tenants. Uh, says, hi, hi, Matt. I just wanted to know when the board under the bed is going to be done. Sometimes it falls down. <laughs> oh, you still have fixed? The I still haven't fixed the fucking board. I keep forgetting. Ah, uh, and she was so cool with you about it. <laughs> yeah, she is, and she's and like she's so cool because the dogs suck, you know. They bark at her all the time. <laughs> you know, she just wants to come home, and, and she's nice paying thing. for it. Yes, exactly, exactly. And uh, here I have this this half-assed, jerry-rigged bed that I can't even finish. Uh, uh, what a dick! All right, so I gotta finish that up uh, some at some point. I have no idea when I'll do that. Um, maybe I'll try to do that tomorrow. Um, so anyway, um, so like uh, anything that you read or, or any of the conventional wisdom of, of changing behavior, right, is don't tell anybody about it. Just do it. And, exactly. And eventually people will notice and they'll respect that you're changing, which well, is great. Like this week, you know, I, I, I saw a lot of people I hadn't seen in a while, and they're all like, oh, you lost so much weight. It's like, and like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I just kind of mostly cut out the uh, soft drinks out of my diet, you know, and uh, and I got to give the whole spiel about that. I still drink them when I go to the movies because I'm not going to totally cut it out, and I'm trying to eat more fruits and vegetables. <laughs> right, right. But like. Thing is, my brother would be a good source to go to. Like, hey, what do you think I should do? Just a basic workout for somebody that's not crazy, just wants to get in shape. But I don't want to tell him because then it's like, you know, because then I'm telling him too much, and then he'll be asking me if I quit gone. I'll feel pressure over that shit, you know? Right. Yeah. So see, but I do, I do better when. When I'm following a script and when I'm accountable to somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when – if you tell me here's the recipe, I can follow it. I'm horrible yeah. at like freelancing. You know? Yeah. Like I can't just make good decisions. 
I've proven that in my lifetime. <laughs> right? But if you yeah. tell me what the right decisions are, like I'm like, what would Jeff Bridges do? And then if 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 there was a formula of what Jeff Bridges would do in that situation, I could follow it. Speaking of Jeff Bridges, if you get a chance, see the movie Hell or High Water. I think I endorsed it last time. Uh, it's probably one of those things you can get on Amazon Prime at this point. Hell, I gotta look it up here. Hold on, Hell or High Water. I went and oh, saw it a yes. couple of weeks ago. Yes, Jordan yes, yes, and I yes, went yes. and saw it. Okay, got it. You did. You yeah, yeah. And that. it is a quick movie, so for what it, I mean, it's not rapidly paced, but it's it's not long. That's what I'm saying. Right. I can tell it's not much longer than an hour and a half. Got it. And Jeff Bridges is awesome in it. I mean, he's Jeff Bridges, you know, of course. Yeah, he and he's and he's playing classic a uh, classic Jeff Bridges in that movie. Yeah. Um, well, like when I like when I started trying to eat better and stuff like that, I just didn't tell anybody. Like when I started cutting the soft drinks out, you know, because I never want to tell my mother anything because then she makes a big deal of it, you know. And you know, I don't tell them a lot of stuff because everybody knows of it within friggin' twenty four hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I'd just rather not know everybody know everything about my life. Right. You know? Right. Because, I mean, like a couple of weeks ago, I went and volunteered at the Fried Chicken Fest. And, you know, my sister, I was over there, my sister and mom asked me, I was like, oh, yeah, well, I just volunteered at blah, blah, blah. Next day, oh, you volunteered at Fried It's like, does everybody have to know what goes on in my fucking life? You know? Yeah. Hey, you know what's so funny is that I'm, I'm just kind of learning that lesson. You know, or or, yeah. or changing that approach, right? Because, like, you know, I'm all the the classic symptoms of, uh, you know, of a needy overachiever, right? Yeah, I'm the firstborn, uh, relatively smart, hard worker. See, you, you know. fall into my my theory on the firstborn. Firstborns. Either, you know, play by the rules and do everything great, or they just totally fuck up and do everything the opposite. Yeah, no. I'm a... the, like my brother AJ, he's totally the opposite. You know, because there's no, there's no in-between for the firstborn. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, and I'm a classic, I'm a classic, uh, you know, by the book firstborn yeah yeah yeah. so not not getting feedback not getting feedback on shit is uh is really tough for me you need that positive reinforcement yeah absolutely right absolutely so sometimes i would just you know i'd kind of be like an open book or Oh, you know, I'd I'd give like running commentary on on a situation that I find myself in, and then people would react negatively to it. You know, family, especially my parents. You know, yeah. And then they'd take a side, and I'd be pissed that they now have taken an interest in this thing that I've made them take an interest to. 
<laughs> you know, because I didn't get the exact reaction that I wanted. But these are people that I've known my entire life. I should know exactly how they're going to react. Yeah. You know? But I want them to react differently. I want them to react the way I need them to react. So I've kind of gotten into changing my MO and trying, you know, to get away from that. So, yeah. Uh, like, I leave a lot of this rental tenant stuff off the radar. Well, why? Because you don't want them to tell you what you should be doing. Or or get up tight on my behalf is more. Yeah, get up tight on your behalf or also, you know, try to, oh, well, really, you should, you know, the outside influence. Just let me make my own mistakes. Yeah, and more it's like there's a, um, from, from my parents' perspective, it's more of a, uh, you know, it's a, uh, it, it's a disjointed perspective. You know, they're looking at it from the perspective of a of a seventy year old couple who, you know, who've they're the Jeffersons. You know, yeah, they've had their piece of the pie. Yeah, they're, they're good now. They don't exactly remember, or or there's not a lasting impact on them. Uh, the twenty years that I spent in that house in which the living room didn't have furniture. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's what I grew up with. I grew up with a living room didn't have furniture because my parents were raising four kids and sent one of them to private school. You know, it's funny about that because like at my parents' house, my mom talks about when they first moved in there, like, oh, we didn't have a dining room table in here. You know, it's like, oh, because they bought the house, they were so young, you know, they really couldn't afford to furnish it. <laughs> right, right, exactly. and they were raising two kids that could, they could barely afford to raise to begin with. Yes, you know? yeah, right. <laughs> and and as my parents have gotten older, their perspective has changed, you know, and and um, it's like, hey, wait a minute, you know, it's it's cool because hopefully then I'll get, I'll get to the you know the, the deluxe apartment in the sky. Yes. In in thirty years from now. But so what? Now I gotta run out a couple rooms and and you know, I gotta do a couple catering deliveries on Wednesday mornings and that's Are fine. you doing that's, that again? Yeah, yeah, I need the cash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's all it's it's whatever. It's the it's the process that y- you have to go through now to do yeah. the thing you wanna do. Right? Yeah, I mean it's it's kinda like why like you know, not too many musicians make anything anyone wants to listen to or any young people want to listen to after they're like 30-something years old. Because, right. you know, you lose perspective. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and that's the thing. Your parents lost perspective because they're there. They don't remember all that, you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, like, I'm, it's just easier. And, and you know, if I'm going to engage in a conversation, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll kind of go for a very... Um, you know, almost uh, a methodical or an academic discussion of the situation with my dad. You know, yeah, he's, he's an engineer, and and he tends to be a little sees more, everything analytically. Yeah, and especially when you give it to him ahead of time, and he can digest it, and then come yeah. back to discuss it. He's a, he's a really good sounding board. You know, yeah, yeah. so like I'll say, hey, listen, uh, I've got this situation I want to talk to you about. Here's the basics. And then the basics always throw them off, you know, 
But when he yeah. can digest it, he can come back and be a, you know, a, a legitimate, uh, a legitimate sounding board. So that if I'm gonna do something like that, like, hey, listen, I'm I've been trying to work out more, or I cut out soda, or you know, I did this, I'll give it to him ahead of time. But that's yeah. really that's really it, you know. That's really it. I've I've kind of changed my tune on that on that front. And to be honest, it like every once in a while I'll be like, "Oh wait, I got this funny this funny thing happened. I'm gonna tell everybody about." You know, <laughs> and it's probably something stupid or shitty that happened to me, but you know, I want to kind of vent about it. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't vent in that arena anymore. That's yeah, what I, have a I podcast mean, I, for. <laughs> I mean, that's my problem. I mean, because my problem is that, I mean, I think, yeah, it has to do with being the fourth child and the last boy. And it's like, you know, I constantly feel like judgments from especially the three older brothers, you know. So, like, I don't want to tell my mom anything because I know she will tell them, and I don't want them to know because I don't want to. I don't want to feel like I'm being judged by those people, right? You know, right? Yeah. So, what do I do? I just internalize everything, and then, you know, here I am, forty and single. So, <laughs> <laughs> it has a lot to do with that shit, you know. And I feel yeah, really terrible about it, but I have a lot of resentment against them, you know. Uh. For your brothers, well, against my parents primarily, <laughs> the, and the whole infrastructure. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not healthy for me. But I was telling somebody about it over the weekend. I was like, I, I have a lot. Of, I bear a lot of resentment for them, and it's just because I feel like I could never tell them certain things. And basically, my life is where it is because I just can't forget. Because it's either I tell them certain things or. Or I live in secrecy, and I'd rather just friggin' not tell them anything and live openly. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what's what's funny is that as far I as just, like relationships and stuff go, you know, I had a, uh, I had a, a very similar, very similar uh, revelation uh, today, just today, and I don't know why I was thinking about it. Um, Roscoe and I, we were, Roscoe and I were working today. We were, we were in the trucks or whatever, and something came up. Oh, we we're talking about um, weird science, and uh, and I said, oh, I got a haircut one time, and it was in eighth, seventh grade, and the uh, the chicks in my class said, you know, the mean girls uh, said I looked like Chet from weird science because I got it uh, like a buzz cut and I said not only did that make me feel bad because um, I knew that was an insult but I also wasn't allowed to see weird science so but I couldn't admit that because then they'd make fun of me because I hadn't I hadn't seen weird science yet so I kind of went into this this you know, a, a flashback to like the seventh and eighth grade years, and um, back at that time, it was um, you were probably still a little too young for it. But like, do you remember like uh, wigwam socks? 
Yeah, I remember him. I mean, I know what you're talking about. Like, there's kind of woolly type of... Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Girls, all, all the girls, girls were big into this. Girls would wear, and they would wear, like, two or three pairs. Yeah, that was a big if, thing because I went to the Catholic school, you know, where you'd, you had to wear a skirt, so you'd, you'd be showing off your socks, you know? Yes, right. And yeah. guys wore um, dock siders and no socks with their pants rolled up. You know what we used to wear in grammar school? Like, we had to wear a khaki uniform. And you'd wear, like, the Docksiders, like the Bass or the Sebago, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the big thing to wear, and I don't know why this is a big thing, but I wanted them and everybody wanted them. Red socks. Okay. You know, like the red dress red dress yeah. socks, you know? Sure. You go to the store and you buy red socks. And for some reason, that was a big thing in 1987. You know? <laughs> right, right. It's like, uh, but... But the docksiders are great because when they get they get so soft. Yes. The leather, you know. Yeah. That all was right. The, Sorry to interrupt your yeah, story because yeah, I know no, the point right. wasn't docksiders. Yeah, no, that's fine. But the guys, the style for guys was uh, was no was docksiders, no socks, and your pants rolled up, pegged, like okay, kind of high. And that's uh, fine. I do know that was a thing with older guys. They pegged their jeans and yes, shit. Yes, right. So, so I'm a couple years older than you. And yep. um, I would go to school wearing socks but take them off on the bus and put them in my book bag and peg my pants. And before I got off the bus, I'd unpeg my pants. I don't know if I put the socks back on at that point. Why did the school scared. frowned upon the pegging? No, 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 no. I, um, I don't I – don't, I doubt that I wasn't allowed – to peg my pants, but I didn't want to get the shit. I didn't want to introduce it into in into the family dynamic for whatever reason. Oh, you mean after you got home from school, you'd unpeg them? Yes. Okay, yes. I thought you were saying before you went into school, you you went to school, you got on the bus, removed your socks, and pegged your pants, and went to school like that, right? Correct. Like the rest. But when of you the come kids. home, yeah, I feel this. I also feel the same way about stuff like that. Anything. You can never do anything to fashion forward or something, something that was different than other people doing the family with nice. them knowing. You you didn't want them to know. Like, I never wanted to know what I was doing stuff like, especially, like, even in high school, if I was going to, like, like I remember seeing you there, like, at the pep rallies, and I was going to do some little performance. I didn't want to let them know I was going to do it because then they'd want to see if they could come to the pep rally or something, too. <laughs> you know, and then automatically, and then they'd be telling everybody else, and then my brothers would be like, "Well, that's kind of lame," you know. Right, right. Like it's just, it's too much. Yeah, and and I and and I don't know why it wasn't like that. I that I got beat because I pegged my pants. You know what I mean? Yeah. At, at worst, maybe I would get a little ridicule or or question. It's just uncomfortable, man. You know, right. And I, I'm like, man, I just, if I had a kid, I, I always said, listen, if I ever had a kid and my kid wanted to dye his or her hair purple, fine, so be it. As long as it wasn't against the rules because I'm a big rule follower and yeah. we're going we're gonna to go to the fucking barber and we're going to pay to get your hair colored purple because I'm not going to let you and your stupid friend do it in the bathroom so you look <laughs> like a homeless person. If you're going to have purple hair, you're going to have a respectable head of purple hair, right? 
Yeah. I think my brother Josh is really good with that. Like, Cole wants a mohawk. Josh lets Cole get a mohawk. And probably Josh is like, you need a mohawk. (laughs) Well, I did see when he... They went to the barber and the guy like carved like you know shaped yes. like his initials or something yes. into his head or something like that. Right, right. He goes to the barber shop. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, like Ice Cube style. Yeah, um, yeah. And he shaved shit into his head. But it's funny because those because my brothers and my sister uh, they gave two shits. You know, yeah. if they wanted to wear pegged pants, they wore pegged. While I was putting my socks back on and unpegging my pants, I guarantee that Josh had pegged pants, you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess they had the freedom of not being you, you know? The freedom yeah, of being guess, further down the line. You I know? guess so, man. I guess so. I guess that's what it is. I guess that's... Being far enough removed, I don't know. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're first. It doesn't matter if you're fourth. It's just... It's what it is, you know? It's who you are. Yeah. Uh, and that's what you carry around, man. That's what you carry around. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. I know. I carry around a lot of shit. Oh. All right. Well, yes, man. On that note. I don't really want to talk about the election. Yes, either do I. That's uh, mostly what what I'm... It, and it kind of actually it dovetails into the conversation we're having is, is I'm, I'm, I'm wrestling in general with... Like, like, really, what are what are my core values as they translate to a bigger scale, right? Like, yeah, I know what's important to me on on a very local level, but like, how does that translate into you know national platform and national uh, a national agenda? And how do I how do I make decisions on people who 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 I should vote for, etc. And I'm always a, I'm always inclined to think the libertarian view is a good place to rest. But to be honest, they kind of do a shit job of telling you what they're all about. And what I was hoping for from you today, which I'm going to abandon that hope, but I was going <laughs> to I was going to hope that you could explain it to me a little better. But yeah, I mean, we can get into that next time. But I'll say get- this much, and this is where Gary Johnson pisses off a lot of real libertarians because they got strict super libertarians, is that he's not... I I agree with a lot of what he says, but like the, the Libertarian Party orthodoxy, you know, he goes against a lot of that, which, in my opinion, is a good thing. Right. right the right, problem right. is he's more just attaching to a party trying to be somewhere but i think any realistic libertarian would be more like that just like how you know i mean it's not like hillary clinton is exactly what the democrat ideals claim that they are you know and obviously donald trump isn't what and hell not too many republicans or democrats that have run either way in the past 50 years have been the exact paragon of what their real party platform ideas are. Right. You know, so, but I mean, if you want to talk about that next time, you can talk about it. I mean, my view on it is this. I'm not voting for Trump. I would never vote for Hillary anyway. 
Fortunately, I live in Louisiana. It's going to go to Trump regardless. Yeah, see, I, so so I'm in a similar position where New Jersey is going to go. We're going to go Clinton regardless. So I yes. have the freedom of, of vote honestly voting yes. my conscience. Yes, exactly. But exactly, I, I want to do. I want to understand what my conscience is, and more importantly, I want to understand who's closely aligned with my conscience. So yeah, I'm not just wasting a a. a you know, a vote. I mean, I think you should go to GaryJohnson.com or whatever, and you can look up because he's definitely for, you know, friggin' not extending our time overseas everywhere, you know, which is kind of what I'm into. You know, the idea that, you know, you want to do something about post-traumatic stress disorder, let's quit creating guys that are going to have it from fighting needless wars, you know? Right. Right. I mean, let's quit dabbling everywhere. You know, quit fucking putting our hand in every pot in the world. You know, uh, I guess that the essence of it is, you know, uh, let's quit friggin' constantly doing surveillance on everybody because it's not like, I mean, I don't know how you're going to prove a negative, the idea. No, no, ever since the Patriot Act, we haven't had any terrorist uh, offenses. Is that is that is it because we've been spying on everybody? I doubt it. <laughs> you know, right? But you can't prove a negative, you know. Yes. All right. All right. But I mean, I don't know. Uh, my core ethos is, you know, let people be free and stay out of their business. You know. Right. Which on its face sounds like a pretty sound policy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, thing is, you see, they've been savaging Gary Johnson for weeks now, trying to get him, and all, like the Aleppo gaffe, and and then the thing where they claim he couldn't name any world leaders, which wasn't true. They asked him who did he admire, which is stupid. Have any of the other candidates been asked, which world leaders do you admire? The reason is, is because both sides... And more so, I think at this point, the Democrats see him as a threat. You know, they see him as a threat to like Hillary winning. Uh, <laughs> so they're trying to tear him apart, you know? Right. Like last week, the New York Times ran a bunch of shit about him. You know, basically trying to paint him in a, a bad light because he's against uh, us fucking around in Syria. You know, making him look like he's unpatriotic or whatever, and he sees us as just as evil as the Syrian, as the Syrian government that's attacking their own people. You know, because it's clearly that he's a threat to people because they wouldn't give a frig if he wasn't. You know, or his ideas. You know, so I don't know. It all kind of pisses me off, but I just, I just rest knowing this much. I think in another four years, I think even more, uh, a large percentage of the country already thinks that way, basically with his messages. Not the hardcore libertarian message, straight up, but the basic tenets of it, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, this election, you'll see, maybe he'll end up with 5% of the vote. Who knows? That'd be great if he did. But I think especially since Donald Trump is destroying the Republican Party, which is not the worst thing in the world. And Hillary Clinton is kind of destroying the Democratic Party. 
which isn't the worst thing in the world. I think you're going to see more people demanding candidates who 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 speak to what more what they more what the overwhelming or the the plurality is in this country is is basically you know stay out of my stay out of my pocketbook and stay out of my life you know and let everybody do their thing you know free up free people to do what they want to do you know right so i mean it's just a gradual process it's and it's not going to happen this election unfortunately and you know we'll probably have to suffer through some terrible hillary pandering for another 4 years <laughs> Uh, but but Trump definitely cannot be the president. If we're lucky, right? If yeah. we're lucky, yeah, that's our that's our end. I know. I mean, I I do not like Hillary at all, but Trump cannot be the president. So <laughs> she is. I mean, they're both evils. It's just that you know he's just so freaking. He's just such an idiot. You know, and I, I don't know, I hate that whole appealing to, that whole just race-baiting idiocy. And I live in a place where it's like claiming you support Trump is is a good thing, you know, because they're having a Senate election this year here, too. Right. You know, a Louisiana Senate seats up. So all these guys are running because, you know, because the sitting senators resign, retire. So, you know. These idiots are, he'll support building a wall. And it's just like, you fucking morons. Well, you better support uh, having underground guards because they're just going to tunnel under, you assholes. Right. You know, it's just. <laughs> right. I don't know. He supports the Trump agenda. It's like, Trump doesn't even know what his fucking agenda is, you know? <laughs> oh, God. I don't know, man. It's just uh, so stupid. Well, so so so, so we'll tackle that. Uh, yeah, we'll we tackle can tackle that, next, that week. next week. It just frustrates the hell out of me, man. And then you know, the, what really bothers me about the way, because of course you see all this if you go on social media, which is terrible. Most people that are gonna vote for Hillary that are rabid about, rarely do you see them bragging about how great Hillary is. Usually they're bra- they're freaking talking about how shitty Trump is, and that's how you know you got a problem candidate when you can't talk, you can't boast of the person you're supporting as much as you can just talk crap about the person you don't want to win, you know? Right. So, and right. that's how you know Hillary's a lousy candidate because not too many people are boasting about how great she's going to do because I already know she's not going to do anything great, you know. <laughs> Oh, what's she going to do? Oh, she's going to do even more drone strikes? Awesome. She's going to get us involved <laughs> in more countries that we shouldn't be fucking around in? Oh, even better. You uh. know? Uh, oh, wait. She's going she's gonna to try to cancel out the trade agreement that she brokered? Oh, sweet. You know? <laughs> no one's going to promote that shit. Because right. you can't support it. Right. You know? Right. Uh, and then the whole idea, and this comes from a guy with three hundred something thousand dollars in student loan debt. Right. <laughs> the idea that everybody, even if your parent, if your parents make one hundred twenty-five grand, you'll be able to go to free college. What the fuck? Does anybody pay for anything anymore? You know. 
Seriously. Uh, one of the big problems with the debt problem is the fact that the government years ago started to start issuing loans. You know? Uh, I mean, don't you think if the government would have said, no, we're not going to deal in the student loan industry, tuitions wouldn't have got out of control. But once government assures them, what do you think colleges did? They just start raising the shit out of their tuition every year. Uh, you know what's funny is that uh, Reddit had a uh, had a um, an Ask Me Anything with a um, a educational political scholar. Yeah. Who answered like all those questions, and I was kind of thumbing through it because I, I have those. I have. I, that's what I want to know. You know, like what are the what are the nuts and bolts behind that that whole infrastructure, and why is it so fucked up now? And how can people be be saying, "Well, let's just give it to everybody for free"? Yes, I'm drowning. In debt, I can't imagine now having to pay for people to not be drowning in debt. And that's the other thing. the Like the whole Bernie Sanders thing. It's like, do you live in a world where you think there's enough rich people to friggin' fund all your shit? And don't you think rich people know how the hell to get out of paying all the taxes for all that shit? You know? Oh, uh, here it is. I'm leading higher education expert Obama's proposal to provide two years of free community college tuition was part of a plan I laid out on paper in 2014. I'm dedicated to reforming financial aid and lowering the price of college. Ask me anything. Uh, her name is Sarah Goldrick Rabb. Okay. So, um... But I'm to read up on that. Like... What? No, she's my age. Yeah, okay. But like all this stuff. You know, like you don't think... Like even as hardcore of a liberal uh, working for the man type of guy as Bruce Springsteen is, he friggin' declares his property as a farm to avoid paying taxes. Yes, yes. You know, and he's... And theoretically, he should pay... He should not take any deductions by the shit he espouses, right? Right. You know? So if the people that are pushing for everybody paying their own way is trying to avoid paying taxes, what do you think is going to happen to the, with the people who clearly are against that who are wealthy? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> ah, on that and note. even if you did get the money from there's not that many rich people. There's not enough of them. Right. You know? And listen, they they got their money, whether they earned it. Whether they stole it or whether they inherited it, it's their money, man. Yes, but I'm saying even if we were able to take sixty percent of that of their money from them, without and without them putting up a fight, there's still not enough of them. You know, there's not. It's not going to get you eighteen trillion dollars. You know, I think that was the price tag of Bernie Sanders' medical program. Right, right, right. Oh God! It's just I don't know. Every everybody wants everything for free, and like my dad, you know, he'll bitch about, you know, the liberals and all this. It's like, but you're an old person. You want you bitch about not getting enough government stuff. All old people want everything for free, no matter how much they bitch about uh, either side of the of the coin. You know, 
Right. Old people are driving us really in the bankruptcy. Because <laughs> <laughs> they get whatever they want. You know why? Well, because they, they vote. Yes. So because they vote, friggin' Republican, Democrat, Independent, it doesn't matter what you are, everybody friggin' caters to them. And you know what's crazy? If you look at those people were basically our age 30 years ago, you know? Right. People who were like 40 years old 30 years ago adjusted for inflation and everything. The average 40-year-old 30 years ago had it way better than the average 40-year-old does today. Yes. You know? And they're, but they're like, oh, we need, we need more government benefits. We need, we need more Medicare programs. We need to pay for all our prescriptions. You know, maybe everything shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't have a million prescriptions. That's another fucking thing. There's a prescription for every friggin' damn thing in the world. It used to just be people lived. You know, if you had a prescription, it was for like serious shit. Now you look at the commercials. Oh, uh, you know, you got a, you know, you need to get the serious prescription because you got a rash. You know what? I have fucking redness on me. I'm not running out to get a prescription for it. But everything needs to be solved with prescription and you need friggin' insurance to cover all of it. You know? <sighs> everything. <laughs> the idea that insurance has to cover birth control. Why the fuck? Anybody, why, why don't you just let people go buy birth control? You know? Why, do, why does insurance have to cover it? But then again, why do you need to be prescribed it? It's so... Uh, Everything's so fucked up, man. And and everybody wants everyone else to pay for it all. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no one wants to pay for anything. You know, and that's like the whole Obamacare thing. That's why it's getting all fucked up now, because all the young, healthy people that were paying for their insurance, their insurance has gone out of control now because now they got subsidized all the fucked up people that need to be insured, but they can't pay too much for insurance. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, uh, as they uh, used to say, Calgon, take me away. On that note. Yes, we're going to end up like Fredo's El Salvador. <laughs> oh, with apologies to Kirk's brother. <laughs> we will see you guys next week. Yeah, good night, Fredo. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.